0: Welcome to the Plant Powered Life Podcast. Today we're gonna be talking about one of my key secrets to lasting weight loss and food freedom. And I have a book that will be coming out soon that will have five of these key secrets to lasting weight loss and food freedom. That book will be coming out soon and I will be offering a discount code to those that are following me on Instagram. So make sure that you are following me there so that you know when it comes out. But for today, I'm going to share with you one of those key secrets to lasting weight loss and food freedom just to get you started and to get you going with this process and just kind of get that going, rolling around in your mind. I think it will kind of be mind-blowing as we go through this. So let's jump right into it. So there is a missing piece, and in fact, there are several, and First, I want to talk to you just a minute about how I came up with these keys secrets to lasting weight loss. And it really came about working with clients. And I would give them meal plans, I would give them workout plans, I would have everything laid out for them. And yet they wouldn't see success. And in fact, sometimes it wasn't about weight loss. I worked with clients who had very serious health issues and I would have this plan laid out right in front of them of what they needed to do I would give them the entire meal plan if they needed it every day what you eat what you do and sometimes we would work with herbal protocols and those kinds of things as well and what I found was very few people could do it and it was so I thought But it's all laid out for you. All you have to do is make the thing in the morning. And, you know, and a lot of the meal plans I did were very simple. Very little prep. Very little anything. It it didn't matter. And I want you to understand how absolutely critical this missing piece is to your long-term success in any endeavor in your life. It doesn't matter if it's weight loss, if you have health issues that you want to resolve or It has to do with education goals or a business you want to start. It doesn't matter what you're doing. This key piece, if you are missing it, you will fall flat on your face every single time. You will not be able to reach your goals. Most of my clients just want to fast track their results. They want it quick. They want it now. Just tell me what to eat and I'll do it. But if I'm being real with you, no, you won't. If all you needed was a menu to stick to, a meal plan... You would have lost all the weight, you would have regained your health, whatever it was that you wanted to do by now, and you'd be happy. And yet, here you are. The sad reality is that this just it's not about telling you what to do because there's far more deeper things underneath that are causing you to self-sabotage. So we need to do that first, and then we can work on what we're eating and the other things that we're doing. I've also had people tell me they want to lose weight and they just need a workout calendar. And, and they'll, they'll get fit. They just need to know how, what workouts to do. And I've got several clients that have done this as well. They think that if they just add some special workout to the diet they're already doing, they'll lose weight. No. Exercise adds a very confusing element to the weight loss mix. And I know you think that you just need to burn the calories. And it's just not that simple. If it were as simple as burning calories, we'd all be rail thin. But it it doesn't work that way. The body is is not a machine. It can adjust and adapt and it just, it doesn't do what we think it's going to do. And so exercise can really actually confuse weight loss. You can retain more water so the scale goes up um, because you have micro tears in the muscles. And then you've got inflammation and you've got water retention and you've got all kinds of things going on. The stress hormones shift. There's so many things that can happen with exercise um, that it just is not the best weight loss uh, way to lose weight. But these are just merely actions that you're taking. But the truth is, even if you know what you should be doing, there's that little shoulder devil sitting there waiting to sabotage you. You know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of this little shoulder devil. So it's the weekend and you've there are Oreos in the house or wherever you are and you think, I'll just have one. It's the weekend. It's fine. I'll just have one. Half the box later, I'll start again on Monday. You're feeling anxious about being deprived on this new diet that you started. You're worried about not enjoying the food. You're trying to be really strict and the food doesn't taste very good. Oh, binged on ice cream. I'll start again on Monday. Had a stressful day at work. All I want is to dive into insert favorite comfort food here because I deserve it. It's been a really hard day. It's been a really hard week. Binge. Uh, crap. Start again on Monday. So, does this, this you're seeing a trend here. I know you know what I'm talking about. It might look different for every person. The stressors or the situations may be different. The binge food may be different. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. This is what happens. You think you're going to go on a diet and then the food isn't tasting so good and you're really craving the things that you like and bam, you know, there's a binge or you overeat or you indulge in some way. So this is why I tell you, another meal plan, menu, workout calendar is not going to work. You have to deal with this issue. It's not about cutting out certain foods. It's not about deprivation, dieting. And you know what everybody thinks the secret is? willpower. Everybody thinks I'm going to say willpower is the secret key and guess what I'm going to tell you? It's not. Willpower has nothing to do with anything because we have a very, research has shown that we have a very finite amount of willpower. In fact, very limited amount of willpower. It runs out real quick and when you're left then at the end of your willpower rope, you fail every time. So if you're just relying on that, it's not going to work. So what is the missing piece then if it's not willpower? Well, I, in my book, I, I will be giving you five key secrets. But today we're going to do one, which is your thoughts. The number one thing that will sabotage your success in any endeavor is your thoughts. And I know you're like, really? This is what I'm listening for? Hold on. Hang in there with me. I'm, I'm going to get there. Every person on this earth struggles with the negative thought patterns and fear. Fear is a healthy mechanism. It helps you avoid danger so that you can survive. That's, that's good. But your brain doesn't know the difference in being afraid of falling off a cliff versus being afraid because you're starting a new diet. Even though starting this new, quote, diet is not life-threatening, it creates thoughts of fear and anxiety and then your body, your brain is like, oh, we need to get you to avoid this dangerous thing. And then you sabotage yourself. So we need to back the train up. First, we need to not be creating these restrictive diets that are going to make you have so much fear. But sometimes we still do because we do need to change things. If you want to get a different result, you do have to change something. So that anxiety, we need to deal with that rather than just self-sabotage at some point. You might be able to hang on for a week, a month, six months, a year. I don't know. But a lot of times, eventually, um, that fear and anxiety overtakes us and we start to sabotage things. So. The key to not letting those negative thoughts overtake you and sabotage your life is to number one be aware of them and I teach all my clients I have handouts and it will be in the book as well that's coming out this stop method but I'm going to just give you a little piece of that here. Then the key thing that I want you to do is to be aware of it. Okay I'm feeling anxiety about this diet. What is this about? I want you to just think about it. Sit down and think about it. Don't. A lot of times we just go on autopilot. I'm feeling anxiety, I'm nervous, and then I sabotage myself. And then you keep getting the same result and you keep walking on the same path. Let's just back the train up and stop for a second and choose between the two roads rather than just keep going off to the right every time or the left or whatever. Be aware. Okay, I'm feeling anxiety. What is this about? Let's say the anxiety is about uh, comfort food. And I'm just going to use comfort food because I don't know what that is for you that you feel like you can't ever have for the rest of your life because you're on this diet plan and it causes you anxiety because you really like it. So we're going to stop. Okay, so I really don't like this idea of not being able to have this comfort food on this, this diet. It makes me feel anxious and I keep thinking, I don't know if I can go the rest of my life without it and you feeling anxiety. So now I want you to question the truth of the thoughts you have. Number one, can you survive without comfort food? whatever that comfort food is. Yes, you can survive. Do you want to though? Do you want to live the rest of your life without whatever comfort food it is that's causing you the anxiety about this diet? Maybe you think it's okay and maybe you're like, "Mm, no, I don't. Life is short. I really don't want to live the rest of my life without this. Okay. Well, let's say you decide you don't want to live your life without this. Can you still lose weight if you don't completely cut this out of your life guess what yes you can you can maintain a healthy weight and still have whatever food that is in your life it just requires some planning that's all and in fact I will say the more balanced that you are in your approach and saying yeah 90% of the time I'm great but 10% of the time is party and I have some fun foods and that's okay and it's not going to sabotage your results. If we keep it in its box. If we don't allow. We don't end up in the binging and the sabotaging. So that's why we're working on this. She said okay. I don't really want to cut that food out of my life. Okay. So let's make a plan then. What do we think? If we want that to be part of our 10%. Maybe once a week. Say it's I want dessert. And I want that on my date night. On Saturday night. Or maybe I really like having a dessert after Sunday dinner and so okay every Sunday you like to have a dessert that's something that is really comforting to you that's fine pick your portion I'm gonna have one cookie or I'm gonna have one of this on that day and that's what I'm gonna do and then you stick to it and so we're creating a positive experience out of this instead of fear anxiety and then sabotage so we're trying to stop that process from happening And so I want you to think about it and then make a plan. You can cut the food out if you want to, if that feels good to you, and you can kind of create more positive thoughts around, I don't need that. That food isn't serving me. It's not helpful. So I really want to just ride the wave of the craving and just let it go. You can do that. Or you can say, "Mm, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to have my cookie and figure out a way to fit that in your plan. And it's still fine. And when I work with clients, we work with this and I really help them create that balance that they need. Um, and it, it works, it works so well. So anyway, I'm going to start a new example. So on these thoughts, a lot of people have thoughts about missing out based on a food that they, foods that they really like or crave or want, and we can usually fit those in. Um it doesn't matter, breads, I mean, there's all kinds of things that people think they can't have or need to stop having and they really don't. So that you can work through. What if no one agrees with your new diet choices? What if no one agrees with you going on a plant-based diet or a high carb, low fat diet or whatever it is that you're choosing to do? What if people judge you? What if they come up and say bad things? What if your family isn't supportive? What if your significant other isn't supportive? How are you going to go out to eat? How are you going to enjoy gatherings and holidays and parties? Now we're starting to get into this fear cycle and this is when the self-sabotage comes down the line at some point. You may last a few days a week, a month, a year, but eventually this self-sabotage is going to happen and it's based on your thoughts. There's nothing wrong with asking these things. What am I going to do about going out to eat? That's okay. But when it starts, what am I going to do about going out to eat and then it creates all this anxiety, then eventually you're just going to be like, "Well, I'm going to go out and just eat whatever." So, the thoughts are okay. But our reactions in that usually end up not being helpful or useful. So, I want to look at one of these with you. So, what if what if what if people judge you or say bad things about you or your significant other doesn't like the diet that you've chosen or thinks it's bad or whatever so let, let's be curious about this for a minute what if your best friend thinks you're completely crazy and your diet choice is ridiculous whether that's your significant other or uh, whoever that that this may be a concern for you so what's going to happen if they don't like it absolutely nothing you are okay nothing's gonna happen you feel uncomfortable about this thought because you've number one, think you can control what people think about you, which you can't. And for some reason, you think something bad is going to happen if someone doesn't agree with what you're doing. Well, sad reality, you can't control what anybody thinks about anything. You can't. And so you might as well not try because you can't do it and it's not useful and it just makes both of you miserable. So let's think of this individual that you're concerned about judging you or not supporting you or whatever you know they may not be judging your current eating habits but you know what maybe they are and you don't even know it notice how you don't care right now because you don't think these individuals or this individual is judging you but the thought of them actually judging you scares you We let the fear of what others think about us derail a lot of our dreams. And it's time to take your power back. The only thing that's causing your anxiety is what you think about someone judging you. Not the fact that they're doing it. Because people judge you all the time and you don't know so you don't care. So guess what? Let's just choose not to care. It's not any of your business what they think of you. So let me give you an example. This is actually an example that my sister gave me. She is an amazing, fabulous life coach and she has worked with me in so many ways and I want to share this with you because it helped me so much. So I was talking to her about starting businesses and doing different things. I'm a Pilates instructor. I do all these things and I was talking to her about it and you know, I was concerned what do people say about me or what if they say this or that and she said, "Well, well, think of it this way. What would you think if someone walked up to you and said I think your pink hair is really ugly? And I kind of was like well that's dumb. Like I don't have pink hair. And she's like exactly. It's the reason that you don't care that that person said that is because you know inside yourself you don't have pink hair. And I was like oh. She said, the only reason that what someone thinks about you or says about you hurts you is because inside yourself, you believe what they're saying. Your biggest problem is the fact that you beat yourself up with a bat all the time with your thoughts. You tell yourself you're ugly. You tell yourself you're fat. You tell yourself that you're all these bad things. You are stupid. You are worthless. You aren't whatever. Whatever. You tell yourself those things and then when someone else comes along and says, yes, you are fat, yes, you are this, you are whatever, you already believed it yourself and that's why it hurts. But when someone walks up to you and says, I hate your pink hair, you're just like, okay, crazy, whatever, and you walk away and you don't even care. You, don't, you would not even give that a second thought because you don't believe it. So what you need to be looking at In your concern for what people think about you is, what do I think about myself? And we need to start working on that. If you're confident in your choice about your plant-based diet and the way that you've created this plan for yourself, which is what I do with my clients, we create a plan. I don't do it for you. We work together so that it is a plan that works with your lifestyle and what you love, and that's what you need to do. And when you've done that and you love what you're doing, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it. You just do it. So it's, it's really not any of your business what anyone thinks of you. Everybody judges things based on their individual perspective, which is often really limited, very limited information, and personal life experiences. So, for example, if you like i've worked with other clients um where the husband's family were dairy farmers and he was just adamant that dairy was like the best thing ever for humans and he doesn't have information to prove that it is the best thing for humans in fact common sense would tell you it's the best thing for a baby cow not even adult cows drink cow's milk so you know Really, if you get into the facts and science behind all of this, it doesn't make any sense. But his life experience tells him that it is, and that's just what he's going to believe. And so we just look at him. Okay, you come from dairy farmers; we get it. That's your perspective. It's fine. It doesn't mean that I have to choose that or think that. And it's okay. We can have a difference of opinion. It's fine, you know. And he can judge me for for not eating dairy products or whatever, and that's fine. I don't care. You know, and his, that's why people judge. Very limited. They'll see somebody doing something at the store and they'll judge it and they have no idea why they're doing it. You know, we, we judge people based on limited information all the time. So when people do this, just, okay, that's fine. Moving on. Um, but I want you to evaluate these feelings that you have and thoughts. And doing this evaluation allows you to intentionally choose a different thought. And another thing that I learned from my sister was you get to choose whatever you want to think. I want you to let that sink in for a minute. You get to choose, literally, to think whatever you want about anything. You don't, just because someone says something or doesn't agree with you, you can think whatever you want. You can feel bad. You can question yourself or you can just be like, okay, that's fine if you think that. I like what I'm doing and move on. And realize that when people make judgments, it's about them. So if this dairy farmer over here judges me because I don't eat dairy, it's not about me. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the fact that he's a dairy farmer and that's his life experience and his perspective. It, it really it doesn't ma- mean anything about me. And it's the same thing if somebody thinks you're fat. There might be another person down the road that thinks you're super skinny. You know, it's all based on their perspective. If I'm someone that consumes a lot of visual images of, you know, certain things, the way that a certain person is supposed to look, men or women or whatever, that creates my reality and my perspective of what a person should look like to be attractive or whatever. But if I don't do that... I can maybe I am somebody that consumes bos- body positive information and so I don't see a problem with anybody. It it it's not about you. Do you see what I'm saying? It's about what that individual is consuming in their life that's creating their thoughts of what they think about people. And you can't control what they think. You can't control what they think about you or anything else. And so what you need to realize is the only thing that matters is that you love what you are doing. That you love who you are. Your relationship with yourself is really important. And the only reason that what other people think or say about you hurts so much is because there's a piece of you that believes that about yourself. You bully yourself. You say mean things to yourself. And so when other people do it too, you take it personally as a validation of all the negative things that you tell yourself. And what you need to do, is stop bullying yourself. Why are you being your own worst bully? But we are. You need to start, when those thoughts come, because they will, I want you to stop. And I want you to create a positive thought that you can believe. So you can't, if you really struggle thinking that you are overweight, and that thought comes in, I'm fat or whatever, comes into your mind, you might not be able to change it into, I'm so skinny, because your brain is just not gonna even believe that. But you could create something else. If that thought comes in, I'm overweight, or I'm fat or something negative comes into your mind. You can look in the mirror and say, but I am valuable. But I am worthy. I am loved. I am amazing at the piano. I have beautiful eyes. I have beautiful hair. I want you, whatever it is that you can believe positive, I want you to. To when you hear that negative thought in your mind, I want you to choose those positive things to say to yourself. Whatever it is that you can believe to be true. And I want you to start retraining your brain to think positively. Put the bat down and stop beating yourself up with it. Okay? You're never going to have happiness if you let everyone else have their opinions and about you and let those opinions affect you. You need to know that those opinions have nothing to do with you. Choose to love what you are doing. I see this so often with people choosing plant-based diets. Worrying if their family isn't going to support them or their significant other isn't going to support them or somebody told me that carbs are going to make me fat. How do I convince them that they won't? Why do you need to convince them? You don't. You just do your thing. If you want to eat carbs all day long and nothing else great do that doesn't matter what they think okay I when I started on a vegan diet my husband was not supportive he did not eat this way he ate Dr. Pepper burgers fries shakes I mean he was the most junk food junkie ever and I was eating like salads and all these really healthy things but I loved what I did and it was okay And I would make the dinner and he would put his meat on top of it. And that's how we did it. Eventually, he stopped doing that. Eventually, he ended up being a vegetarian. Eventually, he started doing so much better. In fact, he started doing triathlons and loving steamed veggies and rice and way healthier things. He stopped drinking soda pop altogether for a really long time. So they may or may not come around. And that's okay. You don't need outside approval. If you are confident in what you're doing, you don't need someone else's stamp of approval. Just be you. Love you. Do what you want to do. Let them have their opinions. Let them have their thoughts. It's okay. Just be you. You are unique. You are lovable. You are amazing. And you bring a unique perspective into this world. The world needs you just as you are. You're never going to find happiness in seeking the approval from everyone else. That's not where it is. You're going to run into haters, trolls, people who just want to tear everyone else down to make themselves feel better. You'll run into all kinds of maladaptive behaviors from people. And you cannot let that dictate how you feel about yourself and the things you choose to do in your life. So I'm going to give you another kind of diet-related example before we go. I coached a woman years ago who desperately wanted to lose weight. She had about a hundred pounds to lose and she wanted to eat a vegan diet. Her reasons for wanting to eat a vegan diet were because she loved animals and she did not want to eat them anymore. So it was very much an ethical decision for her, which I totally understood. I definitely have ethical reasons for my plant-based diet as well. And so I was trying to support her in this journey of transitioning to a vegan diet and losing weight and all of that. And, but I'm going to tell you something. I immediately knew that she would never be successful. How did I know that? I've worked with a lot of people over the years. But she actually liked the way that things were. And she really didn't want to change the way that her life was. She was very much in a hamster wheel rinse and repeat cycle, liking what she was doing. And she had some... Thoughts about her diet and the food that she ate that sabotaged her. And if she had been willing to do this deeper work that I'm talking about, she probably would have come out on the other side much happier and freer in her life and her diet and in her choices. So she and her husband loved to go out to dinner and they always shared food, not just even out to dinner, but they just shared food. And her thought was, that, she, that sharing food was an act of connection and love. She thinks that sharing food is an action of connection and love. But is it really? No. Sharing food at a restaurant doesn't mean anything about your relationship at all. It's just simply sharing food. Nothing else. That's all it is. The problem was what she thought about it. She could choose to think whatever she wanted to think about sharing food with her husband, but she chose to think that it was the main thing that brought connection and love in their relationship, and she could not let go of it. And this held her back, and it prevented her from ever succeeding in her goals. She, in fact, remains years later, 100 pounds overweight still, and she, since we've worked together... She's tried every diet she could think of. She's tried Weight Watchers, low carb, keto. She keeps going on the new diets all the time. And then she loses some weight and then gains it back every single time. The problem isn't the diet plan. It's her thoughts. She is sabotaging herself. If she just decided that sharing food was simply sharing food, she could choose to eat her own healthy options And let her husband eat whatever the heck he wants to eat. And it wouldn't change their relationship at all. And this is why we need to question our beliefs and our thought patterns. Because it is key in finding your blocks and self-sabotaging behaviors so that you can break through and actually find the success that you're looking for. If we don't do this part of the work, the meal plans and the diets and all the other things aren't going to work anyway. You have to put together creating a plan that works for you that supports your lifestyle and the things that you love along with looking at thoughts and behaviors that may sabotage your results and putting it all together and creating a life that you want. A life that feels happy and satisfying. You love what you're doing. You reach that ideal weight. You have freedom in food. You don't feel like you have to avoid certain things or be afraid of things. That you just live in this space of abundance and love and success. And that is what I want for you to find. So that is just one of the keys from the five key secrets to lasting weight loss and food freedom. Uh, that I, that book will be coming out soon. If you want to know more about it, you can go to my website. I definitely will be giving a discount code to those that are on my email list and also those that are following me on Instagram. So go check those two things out so that I can let you know when this book comes out because there's going to be a lot more amazing information. I'm going to provide some recipes in there. It's just going to be a lot of, it's going to be an amazing kind of catapult to your success in just knowing these little nuances and these key secrets that really make all the difference in your success in all of the things that you're trying to do in your life and I thank you so much for joining me today I'm so happy that you joined me and listened through this podcast and I will see you next time